everyone. Dave Creighton Jr. here. Rhett Ridge on the horn along the way. Welcome to the Hawkeye Huddle here on 1700 KBGG. And around the world on thehawkeyehuddle.com where you can stream us, you can download us, you can stream us at 1700kbgg.com, if I'm not mistaken. Is that right, Trent? You got it right. And uh, we're looking forward going to talk some Hawkeye basketball today. In just a few minutes, we'll have Matt McCausland on with us. Um, and uh, obviously, we'll discuss the Iowa-Illinois game, halfway point of the Iowa football season. And isn't it funny, Brett, how you wait all summer... All spring, get all excited for football, and then just like that, you're halfway done. Yeah, it's hard to believe. Uh, six weeks in, it doesn't feel like it. Um, it's gone very quickly, and um, it's in fact, it makes me a little sad. I hate it when it starts to get this cold out. I love the beginning of fall. I love being in a football season, and here we are halfway through things. But I'll tell you what, um, it's been an interesting first six weeks, hasn't it? I mean, there's been a lot of things that we've wondered about, a lot of questions we had. A lot of uh, and a lot of things are still unanswered, I think. But the one thing that uh, I think has developed as, as a theme with this team is that uh, a lot of young guys are playing, and a lot of young guys are playing significant roles, and a lot of young guys are playing just like young people would. But they are very they're a very talented group. So we're seeing mistakes, we're seeing issues, and yet we're seeing them make up for it uh, little bit by little bit, get better and better at various times. And somehow this group has been, interestingly enough, able to really pull things together as a fourth-quarter team, which you don't see out of young teams very often. But that's the first six weeks in a nutshell. Um, They've played really well in the fourth quarter, hung tough, and and I'm excited about where they can go in the next next six weeks. Yeah, no question about it. I mean, obviously uh, the bye week to me comes at a really good time, uh, allowing guys like Boone Myers to get healthy. Uh, allowing Brandon Snyder, who played great on Saturday, to recover from his first game back uh, following ACL, and and you know what a what a game for him. Uh, interception return, eighty nine yards. He looked up at the board as he's running in, kind of reflecting, going, "Man, this is really cool to be back on the field." <laughs> yeah. Yep. Um, but uh, you know, we have we have seen some good things out of this football uh, this football team this year. And uh, it's uh, it's been exciting. I mean, at four and two, I don't know as if any of us would have thought necessarily anything differently uh, in terms of record. Um, I think I think we need to be happy with the uh, way that Stanley has played this year, and uh, you know the fact he's thrown fifteen touchdowns, two interceptions, almost thirteen hundred yards in the first six games. Those stats uh, are very favorable, even to C.J. Beathard uh, just two years ago in terms of where he was after six games. And Well, and you, you know, you look around the other day I, when they were struggling a little bit, was that, that you could see, and we had to, we had guys open all over the field, and he was having a tough time finding guys the other day. But but he's clearly got the the talent to where when he sees the opening and he's confident in what he's doing, uh, the ball's there, right? right. Those deep balls, you're going to work on it, but there, there's there's some more touch being developed. I think that that right now, what you see is that that he he is still there's still a learning curve there that could get even better, and and I think um, that's the exciting thing is, like you say, statistically, he's done some really really good things. 15 touchdowns, two interceptions, 
he could easily have a couple more touchdowns. Of course, one called back for some horse hockey uh, uh, celebration penalty that hasn't been called on anybody else in college football this year. And, of course, then the fumble on for easily on the goal line. He easily has 17 touchdown passes right, right. now. Um, you know, So he's done some really, really good things in, in a number of different ways. I will give Brian Ferentz a lot of credit, though. I, I believe that if Brian Ferentz was this scheme that doesn't do a whole lot more but just gives you a, more options in the middle of the field and down the field, I believe that last year's football team would have won three more football games had they been running this system. Um, hey, it, it was just it was silly. Oh, we're going to go to basketball now? That's okay. right, not to interrupt you, but we do have uh, our good friend Mac McCausland joining us right now. On the Hawkeye Huddle Hotline, not sure who our sponsor for that is, but Max, so great to have you back this year. Uh, appreciates a little bit of your time today. Yeah, it's great. Uh, you know, obviously the the football season is here. Uh, it's a great autumn, other than rain maybe, but uh, basketball season has started as far as practice, and of course in the last couple of weeks uh, there's been some interesting things come out of the FBI, NCAA, and uh, Louisville, and those things I think will continue for literally maybe a year, maybe two years. Uh, the legal process is pretty slow, and uh, of course the FBI will, will move on that, uh, you know, as they can as they find out some additional things. You know, obviously uh, we're really glad to hear that Iowa is not even on the radar there as it relates to uh, these misproprietary. <laughs> proprieties and things of that nature so we've got a an exciting basketball i think there's a lot of hope in this basketball team in this roster this year mac um you know the interesting thing to me is is i look down the roster we only have one senior in dom mule and how how much is he even going to play exactly you know and when you look um you know away from uh just iowa i'm a little surprised uh, that most of the magazines are picking Iowa at the middle or even below the middle. Uh, I know Northwestern, uh, I know Minnesota have made strides, but Iowa is returning like 80% rebounds and scoring. And if you ask any coach, they will tell you it is hard to beat experience. Uh, the other day I had uh, breakfast with Ben Jacobson, you know, and he's really excited about his team. Uh, because he goes, you know, we've got like nine juniors and seniors, and all of them have played. So he's excited about that. And, of course, uh, you know, you don't have Wichita in that league anymore. You don't have Creighton. So I think uh, our friend Paul Lusk at uh, Missouri State and Ben Jacobson will move right up there to number one, two, or three in that league. But when you look at Iowa, I'm going to say the same thing in terms of, they played a lot of freshmen last year, or redshirt freshmen, and they're all coming back with huge experience because they all played a lot of minutes. The biggest thing probably will be, uh, you know, what does Fran do with, I think, honestly, they probably have uh, five bigs that are better than any other five bigs in the country. Now, not one of them is NBA-ready, uh, or not two of them are, you know, all Big Ten. But, boy, when you start looking at what you can do with Cook and then what you can do with uh, Creener, because I think he's the best shooter of all of them, uh, Pemsel has probably got the best feet 
although, you know, he's injured or has been injured, slow to return. Then you have Amon Weiger, who just never comes in and hurts you. Now, does he always help you? No. Uh, I mean, he's a very, very average, below average shooter, but he is probably way above average aggressive. And then you look at the two freshmen, and I'm going to tell you, Garza, <laughs> he is ready to play. Uh, Nunji, a little thin, but he may be the biggest uh, surprise in terms of he's a very long athlete. I mean, he's seven foot and shoots it very well. Uh, he's got to get stronger quick. And then we'll just see what the bigs do. Well, you know, Mac, when you talk about Luca Garza, he, he goes on that European trip, and, and you can at first look at his stats and think it's pretty good. At 20 points, he averages 20 points in, uh, a game. And you're like, oh, that's, that's really good, you know. But, of course, it's the lesser competition. That's in 22 minutes. So he was barely, might have been the other way around, 22, minutes in, or 22 points in 20 minutes. He's barely playing half a game over there. It's his first action, you know, uh, against anybody other than high school competition. And he's out there pounding it down that way. And the thing that I think Iowa fans are going to love about him is this is a kid, you know, it, it, would, it would get frustrating for a lot of Iowa fans when, when our bigs will get the ball down low and it takes them a little while to put it in the hole or they head fake a little too much or maybe they, you know, they worry too much about the other guy defending him. Garza just turns around and puts the thing in the hole. Yeah. And he does it very he does. quickly and in any number of different ways. Sometimes it's just a one-hand dunk without even jumping. And that's one of those things that we haven't had for I, – I can't remember the last time we've had a guy that just could just flush it like that at any time. I would agree with you. It, when, when you see Luca play, and if you try and break it down, analyze it as a coach, and say, okay, we've got to improve this and this, uh, the guy shoots left-handed, right-handed around the rim. He's got a jump hook. He's got a drop step. He can go out to the three-point line. He's not a great shooter. But you got to go out and respect him. And then the kid's mean. I mean, he is a tough kid that just goes, that's my ball. I mean, he'll take it away from Iowa players. Uh, I just love his attitude and his instincts. Uh, I mean, you can't teach what he does with his feet and his head. Uh, it's, uh, I saw him in two summer league games in Waterloo. And every time I, I just went away going, this kid is so ready to play as a freshman. I, I, I didn't see how they could keep him out. So he'll be the physical part, and I'm going to guess Tyler Cook uh, would be the starting four, and he'll be the athlete. So as Garza guards people, pushes people, bounces people, then Cook can come over and block shots. So we'll, we'll see how that all works out. I still look at those five players. I, you know, maybe somebody's going to have to redshirt, or they'll look at it and go, "Hey, coach, um, if I redshirt now, what does that mean later?" You know, because uh, each one of the bigs do something different. Uh, Wagner probably is the most experienced, the guy that uh, Fran would, you know, trust. And so, like I say, probably the best feet. Maybe if anybody. In the Big Ten, when you watch him do pivots, reverse pivots, uh, and so forth, uh, Kringer, like I said, I think he's the best shooter of the group. And then Nunji, uh, long, 7-1 athlete. Uh, Garza's ready, and we know Cook. Uh, the only thing he loves to do is embarrass you with his dunks. Right. You know, I mean, he is uh, very, very competitive inside. 
You know, Mac, college basketball is often dominated by good guards, and Jordan Barhanna had a great season as a, as a true freshman last year. But the guard court looks to me not to be as deep. Obviously, we lose Peter Jock this year. How is Jordan going to be able to handle it without that go-to guy sitting out there at the two? Uh, well, I would tell you, I, in my opinion, uh, Isaiah Moss might be better than Jock in the sense of how another team has to guard you. With Peter, it's primarily you went out and got up in his face and you got close to him to try and bother his shot. Uh, Isaiah Moss, I think, is more balanced in terms of shoots it well, very well, this summer. And then he also may be Iowa's best finisher from the wing at the rim, using left hand, right hand, and, I mean, he looks like an NBA body. I mean, he's 6'5", 6'6", 210. Uh, but you're right. Uh, I think those two are going to have to get on the same page. And then Brady Ellingson, uh, you know, I think he's going to be the, the swing guy. Uh, probably knows the offense extremely well. Uh, not going to be going by people, but he can shoot the three. And obviously, I mean, last year he hung around that uh, 45% mark for a long time, and then he, he's smart about when to take it, and then he can also go to the point uh, to get the ball up the court and then let the offense start its rhythm, which we all know in watching Fran's teams. It's a lot of movement, cutting, go through, come back, and if you're, you're open on the wing, you drive it hard and try and get you know free throws or a basket. And I think Brady can get the ball there. And then as the offensive players and the athletes get open, then Brady can uh, just kind of hang on the perimeter and make his three. Do you think Connor McCaffrey is a redshirt this year, or do you think that he will be pressed into play because of just the need for a guy to be out there and and make some baskets uh, potentially? Terrific question, because I would agree with you. I mean, when you look at what he did in Europe, his statistics, um, if I have it right, I mean, he was the fourth leading scorer, and he was like the eighth in minutes played, uh, very cerebral, uh, understands the game, understands angles, that sort of thing. I think uh, he'll probably uh, still redshirt, unless there's an injury of some type, uh, certainly to... Well, hand, if that happens, they got to get a, a guy in there that knows how to play the point. But I think uh, by him, you know, red-shirting, uh, obviously he, he does play baseball pretty well, uh, as we all know. And so it, it's going to be a little work in progress for him over the next uh, 18 months. Maybe he'll make a decision one way or the other which way to go. But he's definitely a Big Ten basketball player. And it's going to be a lot of fun. The Big Ten is going to be very tough again. And as you said, Mac, you know, some a lot of people are even rating Iowa down eighth or ninth in the conference, which seems a little bit crazy based on all the talent we just talked about. But there's some good teams they're going to play. Uh, yep. Certainly some improvement. And, and you know, they're looking at this maybe one of the better Michigan State teams. Of course, suddenly you've got a couple of schools, like you say, Minnesota and Northwestern kind of came out of nowhere to actually be programs now again. So it's going to be it's going to be a great schedule. I I, I think. Um, we might be we might be able to second guess a little bit some of those home games that we've chosen for the non-conference schedule again, 
but but Iowa certainly is not going to be hurting for tough games once they get into January. Well, and actually, you know, they really don't hurt for tough games. They're just not at home, uh, which is unfortunate. I mean, when you've got, you know, you're going to play in the uh, uh, Wells Fargo Arena, you're going to be there. You've got, um, you know, the whatever it is, ACC Challenge, got the Big East, and then you, you go down to the uh, Cayman Islands, which from what I understand did not have uh, any issues with the hurricane, so that's good. But those games are going to be tough. Uh, but you're right. What What is at home are uh, kind of uh, pick your poison in terms of how many minutes do you want to give your players because they should be able to win uh, those games. But on the other hand, it's not much different than every other major team in the country. Uh, but the Big Ten, as you hit on it, uh, we've got new coaches uh, at Ohio State, at Indiana, uh, both younger, aggressive uh, coaches. We're going to see the Butler style uh, a little bit at Ohio State, but uh, there is no question Ohio State is a talent-rich uh, state, and they love to play for Ohio State, so we'll, we'll see what happens there. And then you know, you've got the, the two upcoming teams of Minnesota and Northwestern. I mean, uh, Coach Patino and uh, Chris Collins, have done an extremely good job the last two years of just putting good teams together. None of them uh, seem to have a great player. I mean, that's first-round NBA, that sort of thing. But they have got really good defenses, and they have really got guys that uh, play together now with a lot of experience. So I understand why Iowa is down a little bit. But uh, unlike you, I look at the talent, and I say, Geez, I can't imagine many teams uh, have, uh, you know, much more talent, especially depth-wise. Uh, Iowa's second unit, and you look at the bigs that we talked about, they could give 20 fouls and still have uh, guys like, uh, you know, Cook in the lineup. Uh, they could have Kreiner, could have Pimsel, and they've already given up 20 fouls. So uh, it, it's it's the deepest team since since uh, you had Millard and Settles and all those guys there that that you probably went uh, seven or eight deep on and then maybe maybe Tom Davis in his first couple of years you know you got yep. down in there where you, where you are eleven deep this is the deepest team since then so I know David's got one more question for you before we well, before we run yeah Mac real quick um, does Patino up there in Minnesota this issue with his dad do you think that there's any residual effect uh, on the Gopher program with that. No, okay. I really don't, um, because Richard, and that's what he prefers to be called, uh, Richard is his own man. Uh, I did like three Minnesota games last year, and I really enjoyed talking to him. First time I really got to meet him and discuss things with him, he distanced himself last year from his dad. He goes, you know, Louisville's a different program than Minnesota. He said, they have different athletes. I've got to, you know, have development here. Uh, he says, we recruit different areas. Uh, so, I mean, I thought he really had a pretty good pulse on it. Now, other recruiters and other teams may try and use that against him, but I think when he goes into the home, uh, he's going to be a different Patino. Mac, thank you so much. You do this once a year for us, and we really appreciate it, and we hope to see you down the road calling uh, some Iowa basketball this year. Thanks yep, so much. I've got, yep, I've got some November games, so... Call me anytime. We'll visit. 
Sounds great. Thank you so much. Mac McCausland, join us on the huddle. we got to get to a break, Brett, and uh, we'll be back in just a couple minutes on the Hawkeye Huddle here on 1700 KBGG. Afternoons, we talk sports on 1700 with Jimmy B and TC, Des Moines' savviest sports duo on the Big Talker, 1700 KBGG. It's football season, and that means it is time to find your spot for all the big games. Trent Cotton here for Draft House 50 on Mills Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. 48 big screen TVs, all the games on college Saturdays, and the NFL on Sundays. Draft House 50 in West Des Moines. But it's not just about having all the great games on. You need more than that. You need great food. Draft House 50 has just that. Huge burgers. My favorite, the pizza burger. Ground beef, Italian sausage, mozzarella cheese, little marinara, and pepperoni. Big burgers, great sandwiches, pizza. You want to go with the lighter fare? They got salads and appetizers for you as well. And you can't forget about the beer. It's in the name, Draft House 50. Local beers on tap, micro brews, whatever you're in the mood for, make it Draft House 50 in West Des Moines. Your football headquarters, Draft House 50, 6240 Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. I'll see you there. Sponsored by Firestone Complete Auto Care. Come into Firestone Complete Auto Care and get $60 on a Firestone Visa prepaid card by mail when you purchase a set of four eligible Firestone tires. Whatever you drive, drive a Firestone. Are you going to the Central Iowa Business Conference on October 11th? It's a day focused on helping Central Iowa businesses master their processes and accelerate their success. I'm Todd McDonald from ATW Training Solutions. My team and I will be attending because we know that in order to move forward, you sometimes need to take a step back, look at where you are and where you want to go. October 11th is one of those days for us. We're looking forward to hearing from nationally recognized authors that are excited to help Central Iowa companies. One of those authors is Gino Wickman, author of the best-selling book, Traction. We've seen the success of his traction concepts not only in our own business, but many of the companies we work with. We're also looking forward to hearing from Vicki Halsey, co-author of the book Legendary Service, because we know how important it is to take care of our customers. If you're looking to master your business, come learn from the experts. The Central Iowa Business Conference is presented by EO Iowa and Mediacom. For more information, visit centraliowabusinessconference.com or contact the Urbandale Chamber of Commerce. Hey, what's up? Rooster emoji here. If you're speeding or driving aggressively on the road, take it from me, you're getting too cocky. Slow down and make zero fatalities your goal in Iowa. Guys, are you ready to begin your journey to live life better? Are you feeling tired and worn down or looking to improve performance and drive in the bedroom? Looking to burn fat and gain muscle? Then it's time to contact New Leaf Wellness. New Leaf Wellness offers a free, no-obligation consultation. Dr. Robert Seaman and the New Leaf staff will help craft a plan dedicated to you. From testosterone replacement therapy, advanced weight loss, to nutritional therapy, New Leaf Wellness strives to find the plan that will improve your quality of life. Dr. Robert Seaman and New Leaf Wellness. Give them a call today at 515-650-1358. Again, 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. One more time, 515-650-1358. It's time to live life better with New Leaf Wellness. Call 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358. 
Since 1993, Wolf Construction has been Des Moines' choice for residential and commercial roofing. From complete re-roofing to small leaks, call Wolf Construction at 225-8866 for your roofing needs. Call 225-8866 to set up your roofing consultation or online at wolfconstruction.net. That's wolfconstruction.net for Wolf Construction. A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. wolfconstruction.net. Christopher's has been a Des Moines tradition for over 50 years. The Judas Sessie family became owners of a quaint restaurant in the Beaverdale area. Under their steady watch, Christopher's has become one of Des Moines' favorite locations. Known for its excellent Italian cuisine, friendly staff, and atmosphere fitting on any occasion, a can't-miss choice for your next evening out. For a table of two or a banquet of a hundred, no event is too small or too big. Christopher's in Beaverdale. The Hawkeye Huddle here on 1700 KBGG. Dave Creighton Jr. here, Brett Ridge along the way. Uh, thank our good sponsors, great sponsors, fantastic sponsors. Christopher's Fine Italian Dining there in Beaverdale. Dave Kozlowski, Kozlowski Law, everything you need for a collaborative divorce. And, of course, Templeton Rye and the Templeton Rye Last Call, which we'll get to in just a little bit. Brett, you get your situation squared away? I did, as a matter of fact. I've done this show in many, many places, and now including in a hallway at the Hyatt Place here in Minneapolis, and yeah. I couldn't get into my room where it would be more quiet. So I was avoiding the hallway as dodging people in the hallway just now because, uh, you know, I'm trying, trying to make it so it make sure everybody could hear Mac, and uh, I'm just considering heading down to the bar and doing it down there here for the second half of the show. We'll see. But uh, anyway, yeah, I'll, I'll set to go here and um, you know, uh, you know, David. I, I wanted, I wanted. I know this is our shorter segment, so right. I just thought I'd throw this. And I, I know the other day you weren't listening to the radio on the way home, like I was. But um, first of all, we we need to, as Hawkeye fans, we don't have to, but we got. But we should give credit to, to Iowa State the other day for for their big victory. Oh, for sure. Uh, very, very happy to see that. And and I want to throw this out there, just in case anybody's listening. I I got in my car, and I got. I quickly got frustrated on a happy day because some little brother Cyclone fan had called in <laughs> and said that um, when the Iowa State score was read over the loudspeaker that Iowa fans boo. Now, there's two things. First of all, they haven't read scores over the loudspeaker at Kinnick Stadium for the last two decades. Okay, that's right. They have the they have the uh, Berthel <laughs> Fisher run or, or whatever it is, whatever, whatever it, is. it is now, right? And so, number one, and, and so this is literally a Cyclone fan who, on the greatest day in Cyclone football history, or one of them, took the time to call WHO Radio and make up a complete lock, a completely fabricated lock, to make Iowa fans look bad. That's that to me. Come on, so please don't take away from your team. First of all, it didn't happen. Second of all, I can tell you this. This being flashed up on the scoreboard and the Iowa game is just getting out of hand, you know, and everybody in our section is looking at phones, talking to whoever can get a signal inside Kinnick to try to figure out whether Iowa State was going to win that football well, game. So you were, Iowa you fans were, were all me. over it. Yeah, yeah, section, yeah. Like, hey, what's the score? What's going on with it? I mean, Iowa fans were all over it rooting for Iowa State, not just because um, they are our, our sister school here in the state. Um, but on top of that, you know, we wanted to see Oklahoma go down. We wanted to see the Iowa flag planted there at midfield. That was super sweet. And on top of that, it makes Iowa look better. I mean, we Iowa won at Iowa State. So, 
Um, that leads me to a couple of other things. How much better these days does uh, that win in Ames and, and even the loss up in East Lansing look after you see that those are not two very bad football teams, which last week I think I had said, please stop with the whole Michigan State sucks thing and we just barely, we just got beat by a really bad team and all that. Please stop until we find out that they're not good because I, I from what I had witnessed, I thought they were going to be okay. And they went into Ann Arbor the other night, and they won as well. So uh, Iowa has had a tougher schedule than people want to give it credit for, as happens many years. Well, you know, Iowa has had a tougher schedule. You know, Brett, one of the interesting things is that for all the call to end the Iowa-Iowa State rivalry and end that series because Iowa doesn't play a, a good enough schedule in many people's eyes, so on and so forth, when Iowa State is good and when Iowa is good, that is mutually beneficial to both football teams in that they are Power 5 teams, Power 5 conferences, and it's on the schedule and it's home and home. And it is a big rivalry game. Um, it's Frankly, it's no different than Clemson playing South Carolina, Georgia playing Georgia Tech. And, and you get an opportunity on an annual basis. Unfortunately... You know, you go back to the Hayden years where Iowa won 15 years in a row, and then you could even say from Iowa State's perspective when they won five years in a row and Iowa was horrible uh, in those kinds of things. But literally, since Kirk Ferentz has been there, aren't they 9-9 nine and nine, uh, during that uh, period? Kirk pull, I believe Kirk, did, yeah, didn't he pull, did he pull even or pull ahead this year? Uh, One he, of the two. Yeah, maybe he's 10-9. and nine. Uh, And obviously the last few years, Iowa's had, had the better end of it. But the point of that is if, if Iowa... The Seneca Wallace play that happened in in 2002 against the Brad Banks team when the Iowa State came back, uh, you know, you had a point in the time, in the situation in, in that season where we, both teams were in the top 15 in the country, and right. and so I'm with you. And how much fun was that? I oh, mean, yeah, it, how it much great. fun was that? It was great, right? <laughs> and so you know, Iowa State going down to Norman and not it was the first time they won there since 1990. And, and having that happen, and then of course, you know, like you say, trying to figure out a way to put a dig in it is just it's it's ridiculous. And I'll tell you what, as much as you hate D'Antonio, he owns Michigan. He's like eight yeah, and two does, in their last does. ten. He uh, does, doesn't uh, he? Against them, and <laughs> and and I have to say, it was I, I, somehow I enjoyed watching him win the other night more and watching Harbaugh lose. I just. And the look just, on Harbaugh's face every time he loses is just one of complete and utter befuddlement. It's like somebody stole his dessert. It, 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 what, why? Why did you take that off my? What are you doing? Why, I, I wasn't why did you done take with my, that. I wasn't done with that. It's exactly what he looks like. You're right. It's it is crazy. But uh, hold on, uh, Kirk is yeah. ten and nine. Ten now, and nine against, against Iowa, Iowa State. State. Yeah, in yeah, some yeah, like seven and three in their last in the well, last. Well, let's, let's not forget. So there is another benefit to that game. Okay, so uh, I, I I can go a lot of different directions on on that game because uh, Iowa won and lost lost votes in the polls. You know what I mean? Right. That, there's there's it's, thirty it's, seconds. There's, there's, right. So, but that put Nate Stanley and a number of true freshmen in a big game atmosphere that they would not be in if they were even if they were playing at some other Power 5 school that was a half-full stadium, okay? Like Missouri. Right. Okay, so we're playing Missouri in front of 20,000 people and possibly losing down there. Not the same thing. Even if you're playing in front of a full stadium down there, not the same thing. It's the biggest game in the state, and you're giving them experience that they can use. And we'll, uh, well, I'll let that take us to the break. Sound good? That sounds perfect. We'll be back in just a few minutes with Tom Caker from Hawkeye Report here on the Hawkeye Huddle on 1700 KBGG. 
You found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. Are you in the mood for real, classic, homemade Italian food? Well, I have the spot for you. It's Bellagio. Two locations. The newest location in Urbandale, 2675 100th Street. The original in Norwalk. Classic dishes like cavatelli, spaghetti, lasagna, and vodka rigatoni. Top-notch pizza and awesome sandwiches. A great happy hour and Italian done right. Bellagio. To you by Indeed.com. Are you hiring? Join the over 3 million businesses that use Indeed.com for hiring. Post your next job opening on the world's number one job site, Indeed.com. Running low on the stuff you need? Time for a Target run. We're here for all the big moments and the little ones too. Like a fall cleaning frenzy and 10% off cleaning products from Mrs. Myers, 7th Generation, and Watkins. Or a pumpkin carving party. Find the best jack-o'-lantern and an awesome deal with large pumpkins for only $4.99 each. Plus, we've lowered prices on hundreds of market pantry and up and up items like soup, baking essentials, vitamins, and more. Target run and done. Pricing may vary. Restrictions may apply. We're changing things up at Chili's. Even our song is changing. Our old song was Baby Back, Baby Back, Baby Back. It was about ribs because that was our thing. Everything's getting an update. Our new menu is totally different. We made your favorite things a lot bigger. We made our new burger half a pound. That's much bigger. And the ribs are 30% bigger. The fajitas are way bigger, too. 48% actually. But that's, like, impossible to sing. I don't know. Maybe just let me try it. The fajitas have 48% more fajitas. Mm-hmm. Oh, baby, Chili's is back. Baby back, baby back. Hey, it's Trent Condon here from Jimmy B and TC. If you've been talking and thinking about improving your health, I have an idea for you. Do what I did. Call New Leaf Wellness. My weight had been increasing, my endurance during workouts was waning, and I was just feeling sluggish. New Leaf Wellness put together a program to help me lose weight, improve my energy, and they can do the same for you. Call New Leaf Wellness today at 515-650-1358 to schedule a free, no-obligation consultation. That's 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. And tell them TC sent you. Black and Cardinal Divide is the first website dedicated to the Cyhawk rivalry. We cover both the Hawkeyes and the Cyclones. This is Cody, and I cover Iowa State. And I'm Derek, his younger brother, who covers the Hawkeyes. We'd like to encourage you to jump over to bcdivide.com. Tune in Wednesdays and Thursday nights as we will talk all things Cyclones and Hawkeyes. Jump over to bcdivide.com. Join us for daily banter and our social media pages at bcdivide. As brothers and fans of different teams, we grew up with a heated Cyhawk rivalry within our own family. Join us at bcdivide.com to embrace the rivalry. You don't need more sports, but you want more sports. Rockstar Satellite can fix that with free next-day installation on DirecTV. Call Rockstar Satellite, 515-262-STAR. Call today for next-day installation, 515-262-STAR. If you're sick and tired of the same old delivery options, I have an idea for you. It's Food Dudes Delivery. Food Dudes Delivery delivers for restaurants that normally don't deliver food. And with over 50 restaurants across the metro, Food Dudes Delivery can find whatever you're craving. And for listeners of Jimmy B and TC, $2 off any order of $20 or more. Just use the coupon code JBTC. That's JBTC for 2 bucks off your next order of $20 or more. Food Dudes Delivery. Online, Food Dudes Delivery. 
If the unfortunate prospect of divorce should become a reality in your life, consider a collaborative divorce. As opposed to a traditional divorce, this is a lower-cost alternative based upon the principles of mutual respect, cooperation, transparency, and dignity. Most importantly, both spouses make a commitment to staying out of the courtroom. It is typically a win-win for both spouses and the kids. Please contact attorney David Kozlowski for more information he can tell you if the collaborative divorce is right for you. David has 24 years of experience and practices exclusively in family law. He's located at 3737 Woodland Avenue in West Des Moines, just north of Valley High School. Give him a call, 515-226-0150, and arrange a free initial consultation. Again, that's attorney David Kozlowski, 515-226-0150. Creighton Jr. here, Hawkeye Huddle. Brett Ridge on the phone today. And uh, in heaven there's no beer, and in the studio there's no beer. It's a depressing set of circumstances. Did you make it to the bar, Mr. Ridge? I uh, decided to use my time to take pause for the cause, and uh, I will be headed out here in a little bit. Yeah, so you're going to go down at 6. Yes, I'll do that. Actually, I'm... Uh, you may hear me starting to walk toward uh, our, our dinner appointment is at 6. So. All right. I, like I say, we've been flexible with this show for a long time, my friend, so you never know where we may be when we're talking about uh, when we're talking about the Hawks. But uh, well, anyway, we've got, two weeks uh, in a row I'll be here. So That's right. We've got Tom Caker on the line from HawkeyeReport.com. Tom, how are you today? Doing well. How are you guys? We're doing good. Brett's up in Minnesota doing some training of some sort. Um. The big news out of Iowa City today at the press conference, I think, unfortunately, is some bad news in terms of Gary Barta and this prostate cancer. They, they give you any idea how long this uh, leave of absence is going to be? Well, there there was no press conference today. Oh, okay. Um, there was a teleconference. The, a Big Ten with, teleconference. With, with Kirk, with the Big Ten writers. Uh, we actually meet with um, coordinators tomorrow afternoon, and that's that's our press availability this week. So, um, but uh, I I just saw the thing about Gary, and um, you know, obviously praying for a, a quick recovery for uh, for him, and, and uh, praying for his family to of course. You know, make it through this tough time. Of course. So during bye weeks, you do get the opportunity to talk to guys like Brian Ferentz, Phil Parker, and and get a little bit more insight. Brett was making comment the other day, and I know you sit high up in the press box of many open receivers down the field last Saturday that Nate was having maybe a, a bit of a difficult time, uh, still struggle a little bit on the deep ball, one overthrow for an interception, missed at least one guy who was fairly fairly open, at least step and a half. Um, what's your perspective on that, and what will be your question to ask on Brian Ferentz as, as it relates to the – to the deep passing game on, on Wednesday. Yeah, I'm kind of curious what his view is on that, and I'm also kind of curious on his view of um, where the offensive line is at right now because I, I'm guessing he's probably a little disappointed more in the run game than the pass game and, you know, how he sees the, the uh, run game, you know, maybe getting ignited here in the second half of the year. Well, you know, Tom, uh, it's it's a good point. The, obviously, injuries have played into that. And uh, Tristan Wirfs got 
plenty of time the other day to start to, to work in and, and to show what he can do. And I thought, um, <laughs> I thought he looked really good. You know, as a true freshman starting in that offensive line, now granted, Illinois plays a bunch of freshmen as well, but um, he certainly more than held his own. And, and I, in fact, I thought at times some of the, the, uh, the veterans on that line were the ones missing their blocks the other day, and, and Tristan played very, very well. Yeah, I thought he did very well. And um, I think uh, um, I think he's probably the starter the rest of the way, and unless something changes, uh, I think the only way that changes is if uh, Boone Myers gets completely healthy. Uh, you know, you think about this; you come into the season thinking you got five pretty solid starters probably on the uh, on the line uh, on the offensive side. It was a good group last year. And you're anchored by two fifth-year seniors at tackle, and now your uh, your starters at tackle are a redshirt freshman and a true freshman who uh, didn't play a snap last year. So, yeah, that that is uh, that's that, just how it goes. Next man in, right? I mean, that's just that's just how it has to be. But there's no and, question. And Brian and, and and Brian warned us of this because he said this back in August. About a week or a week and a half before the start of the season, because I, I asked him, I said, oh, "How come you're putting all these different combos together and kind of looking at different things? Kind of what's your philosophy there?" And he goes, "I know injuries are coming. I know they're coming. They're going to come to the offensive line, and I got to get guys ready to go." Well, he was prophetic in that regard. Uh, the interesting <laughs> aspect is, is that Welsh looks so much more comfortable at guard. Uh, than he than he yeah. does at tackle. It's just it's more second nature to him, in my opinion. Yeah, I, I think he is. Um, he's a much better guard, uh, and he's just a good teammate, though. That he steps out there and he's an adequate. I'd say an adequate tackle, not a great tackle, but an adequate one. And um, but I think he's you know all Big Ten level at the guard position, and uh, that's the um, the good news is. Uh, um, you know he's he's uh, probably going to be at guard the rest of the way, and I think that'll strengthen the Iowa offensive line the rest of the way as well. Well, it seems like the other day they were they were okay with a little bit more of a power running game, a little more straight up the gut, fewer stretch plays. Not that they didn't run them, but uh, there were definitely some times they were running uh, they were running inside a lot more than they were stretching it. So. You know they're going to play to that strength, which is good. Uh, a good understanding of their part to to know that that might be where they need to run uh, the football. And you know, as we look towards the end of the, of, of the break here, um, we may be we may be getting a, another running back back into the backfield. Um, the young guys played okay there today, although there was the one fumble. Uh, but certainly, um, it would be nice uh, to get Butler back in there and and have him help. Uh, uh, when it comes to to having kind of the the tandem of a uh, kind of backfield we'd like to see. Yeah, um, you know, with Butler, I I'm taking a wait and see to see what happens with him because I'd kind of heard a few whispers that maybe it might not be right after the bye week, but a week or so after that. But I got full confidence in Torn Young and uh, Ivory Kelly Martin if I'm an Iowa fan because I think they're both really good. They've shown that they can do the job and. Um, you know, in this first game back, uh, you guys will remember two years ago, last time Iowa visited Evanston, it was an 11 a.m. kick on a Saturday, and it was 40 to 10, and Iowa was makeshifting an offensive line, and C.J. Beathard was moving like I do uh, in, around my house, uh, 
uh, that day he was really banged up and uh, couldn't move and and they went out and they just uh, laid it to the uh, Wildcats that day in uh, Evanston. Hey, Tom, and that was a fantastic day, and that was really the breakout game for Akron Wadley. Talk a little bit about yeah. uh, Brandon Snyder and how he had to feel after the football game on Saturday. I'm guessing he was probably a little sore. That's what I was guessing <laughs> but, as well. But uh, I'm guessing he was feeling pretty good, too, uh, because uh, getting back out there and having the you know, just getting back out there was an accomplishment in and of itself. But to get out there and then to be able to have a, the ball fall in your hands like it did, just fly right in your hands and be able to go to go uh, 89 yards and score a touchdown. I mean, it, you just that's a Hollywood ending for a kid who came back uh, less than six months uh, ago. Uh, he had his ACL repaired and be back on the football is remarkable, and for that moment to happen is uh, just as remarkable. One last thing before, from me before I, I turn over to Brett. Uh, during this bye week, I'd be interested to hear what you guys get out of Phil Parker and their thoughts on the D-line. Uh, obviously got a little bit gashed from a, a team in Illinois that wasn't really running the ball very well. <clears throat> yeah, they gave up 200 yards on the ground to Illinois, and that's uh, not going to be good. Um, it's... Uh, um, something that they're going to have to address. They're going to have to figure out two things with the uh, with the defense during this bye week. One is uh, probably most importantly stop the run, and two they got to figure out how to generate um, pass rush. Have the pass rush because they just have you know they've gotten twelve sacks this year, but um, you know ten of them are from three guys, and one of those guys is a linebacker who has only um, you know got those sacks on on the few and far between blitzes that they've had uh, in uh, Josie Jewell. So they're going to have to uh, figure out a way. I wonder if Phil will kind of dial up his Raider package again and, and see what that can give him and if that can give them some juice uh, rushing the passer. Well, and I thought the other day, Tom, you know, just uh, there was some, um, some poor tackling here and there. and uh, But I, I kind of thought – after the, the intensity level that the defense played at for the previous two weeks, um, I'm not saying they're taking a week off. I'm just saying I think at some point in time, uh, you know, they, they, they just they weren't as emotionally there as they had been. But, uh, you know, when, it, when it's time to get it done, they seem to stiffen up pretty well. The pass rush is the big deal, I think, uh, that they're going to have to figure out. And you're right. But I, I do, I, I really like um, the, what they've been able to do now with, with, uh, uh, with their safety tandem. I think uh, you know if if Miles Taylor has a tough time taking an angle of the ball, well, they got somebody to rotate in there now, and um, it really helps to have that kind of flexibility in that in, in that in that uh, area of the defense as well. Plus, they can keep people rested, and I think you know down the stretch, rest is going to be a nice thing for these guys because they've got to, quite a task coming forward. Yeah, the the second half of the schedule is much more difficult, much more challenging than the first half. Uh, you look at you know, there's no quote-unquote, gimmies or games where I was going to be a 10-point favorite, I don't think, uh, remaining. Not until Nebraska. Much in... <laughs> <laughs> if, if that, you know, yeah, but yeah. Yeah, we were just talking about that today, that just, you know, if you had to rank the last six games, I think Wisconsin, Ohio State are 1-2, and then after that, it's it's a lot of games that are winnable for Iowa, I think, but they're they're going to be challenging. I mean, uh, you know, going to Lincoln is not going to be easy. 
going to Northwestern, not going to be easy. And, uh, you know, Minnesota is going to be playing for a trophy just like Iowa. And Purdue is much improved, probably the most improved team in the Big Ten right now. Purdue beat Minnesota the other day. It certainly, uh, certainly proves that they have uh, done some things in the right direction. All right, hey, Tom, we're going we're gonna to let you go. Uh, we'll talk to you next week. And uh, um, we'll rest up this week. You don't have any football to, to have to go, go on the road to watch. You can watch a little on TV. Okay. Thanks for having me on, guys. Thank you, we'll Tom. We'll talk to you soon. Bye. That's Tom Kaker at Go get all of their great recruiting information as well as your Tuesdays with Torby, which is always a nice uh, feature on the front page there at HawkeyeReport.com. So we just have a few minutes left here, Brett. I think four. Is that right, Trent? All right. About four minutes or so to go. Um, so what are you going to do this weekend on the bye week? Is it? Is it do you sit back, relax, watch college football? Do you get your yard work done? What do you got going on? Uh, what do I have going on this week? Oh, there'll be all kinds of family stuff this week. It's a bye week. So what do we do? We plan everything else around the bye week, right? So um, I have we, three we weddings, <laughs> three weddings yeah. to attend, uh, a ba- uh, bachelorette Actually, party. Actually, we're, we're having that engagement party for our friend, uh, my, uh, my, my friend, uh, my friend Kevin and Tracy. Remember, you know about that. That's right. And coming Saturday night. So we'll be preparing for that. We'll watch a lot of college football on Saturday. It'd be nice actually to watch without the stress of worrying about what Iowa is doing and the schedule of an Iowa game. And, and, and that'll be okay for the week. Um, still love college football, whether Iowa's playing or not, you know, but, no question. but um, as I, as I stood there and, and the rain started to fall the other day on Saturday and Iowa was up 45, 16, 29 points, by the way. And I call a 28 point spread just saying, uh, and I looked at my friends who had kind of uh, had a couple uh, uh, who had come with us to the game, and they were looking like they might have wanted to leave. And I'm like, "You guys can go. I don't leave because I revel in every minute of this, right?" So, right. Uh, and it's just the way it's the way I am. And, and so it will actually be one of those weeks where it's a Saturday where you get up and go, "Okay, well, I, I got other stuff to do, but I'm going to miss Hawkeye football for the week." Well, but there's no question. question. What is your what's your Templeton Rye last call going to be on a week when Iowa doesn't? Iowa doesn't play. Well, my Tim and my last call is the Cubs are postponed tonight, which means tomorrow's game four will be at 3 o'clock, and you're likely going to have a Jake Arrieta versus uh, Steven Strasburg uh, matchup. And the Cubs are going to clinch and go move on to the NLCS tomorrow in a 4-2 to two win. 4-2 to two win. Uh, so I'll go Got with you. three minutes, Bart. Uh, we have three minutes left? Yeah. All right. Okay. I was I would say going to say I'll go with you on the Cubs thing, okay? Um, I, I'm hard pressed not to somehow feel like the Yankees are going to figure out a way to upset the Indians here. There's something weird here because I feel like the Indians, of course, are oh. the best team in baseball, and it's the Yankees be have been doing Kluber. something. Weird. I know, I know. It just sort of seems weird. This has been an odd, this has been an odd thing watching them the last couple of days, feeling like you know, like Cleveland was the. Was the underdog, um, but I tell you what, what a what a not to get off of the uh, football, but what a great bunch of teams we have left in the in Major League Baseball right now. I mean, really seriously, you, you know, Houston and L.A. and and uh, the Cubs and the Nats are, are those are all great, along with Cleveland. And now you got to put the Yankees the way they're playing in there. As, as a, a, I mean, it's just really really good baseball that's going on right now. Trent, tell me you're they're, rooting for Cleveland. Oh, absolutely. I hate the Yankees. So, <laughs> my grandpa was an Indians fan. So, well, Dave Sr. was an Indians fan back in the old days. Yeah, he was. I remember that. Though, in game one. Yeah, game two, yeah, game no. two, we only pitched, yeah. what, two and, two and two-thirds yeah. or something like that. 
I know. But he is going to be your American League Cy Young winner, and you have to expect him at home to bring it after a, a bad outing. Aces like that typically do not come back and stink up the joint. And by the way, CC Sabathia is 97 years old. <laughs> well, there is that. And so I could be wrong. I just tell you what, Major League Baseball got very, they've been very lucky with the number of missteps they've made over the years that the product that they're putting on the field right now is as good as it is because it's it's been excellent this year and certainly in the last couple of years, the drama that has gone into what is was happening has you know it, it's it's taking over uh, in terms of ratings over the NFL for a number of different reasons. Well, but, uh, this is no this is no exception this postseason. It's really good. I will tell you that game yesterday had all the excitement of a World Series game. The intensity of the Cubs Nats game, and, and the longer it went, the Cubs so into the sixth inning without getting a hit, and then finally scratched one out. As soon as they get a hit, they they pull Scherzer, and yeah, you know it was a gork. Anthony Rizzo. I, I, I know. It was a gork. A flare. A ground ball with eyes. No, it was a gork. It was a true, yeah. That was a true gork. It's a true gork. Well, All right. Well, you head off to your meeting and your dinner plans. Uh, we're going to thank Tom Caker, Mac McCausland today. Uh, joining us, Trent Condon, of course. I'm Dave Creighton, Jr. We'll see you next week here on the Hockey Huddle on 1700 KBGG. And Thursday night football from Westwood One, only on 1700 KBGG. Christopher's has been a Des Moines tradition for over 50 years. The Judas Sessi family became owners of a quaint restaurant in the Beaverdale area. Under their steady watch, Christopher's has become one of Des Moines' favorite locations. Known for its excellent Italian cuisine, friendly staff, and atmosphere fitting on any occasion, a can't-miss choice for your next evening out. For a table of two or a banquet of a hundred, no event is too small or too big. Christopher's in Beaverdale. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we don't just show up with a dumpster and trailer in your driveway. We arrive with a business card in hand, ready to take care of your home. Whether it's a simple roof repair, a complete re-roofing project, or a new construction project, Wolf Construction can handle the job. Call Wolf Construction at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. We're a roofing machine. Hey, it's Jimmy B. And TC for Draft House 50 on Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Hey, Draft House 50 has 47 big screen TVs for great viewing of any game. Football, basketball, baseball, hockey, golf, tennis, you name it. Hey, the Draft House 50 can get it, even cricket? Draft House 50 has a sensational menu featuring specialty burgers, steak, salads, and so much more. And on Saturday and Sunday, beginning at 10 a.m., it's brunch, which includes a terrific Bloody Mary bar. The Draft House 50, a place for sports, great food, and drinks. Draft House 50, Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Filling an opening at your company means more than just finding an employee. You're looking for a fit, a match. Robert Half understands that. We know you need someone who can do the work, someone who complements your culture. And, of course, you need that someone fast. When it all comes together, it makes for a perfect fit. Satisfaction guaranteed. Robert Half, the matching experts in accounting, finance, IT, legal, marketing, and administrative staffing. Visit roberthalf.com radio for more information. Winter is on its way. Is your grass cut out for it? 
Fall is the best time to seed your lawn, and right now the Home Depot has 20% off Scott's Turf Builder grass seed bags, 15 pounds or larger. Only Turf Builder has WaterSmart Plus coating technology, along with nutrients to jumpstart new growth and protect against diseases. Get healthy grass, guaranteed. For a healthy lawn, it's time to sow the seeds of success with 20% off Scott's Turf Builder grass seed, only at the Home Depot. More saving, more doing. Bow through October 11th. Finding great people to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack. It's time to try ZipRecruiter, where 80% of employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site within one day. How? Using powerful technology, ZipRecruiter matches your job to the right candidates fast. So, while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, only ZipRecruiter finds you the needle in the haystack. And right now, you can try ZipRecruiter free. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash block for your free trial. ZipRecruiter.com slash block. I'm Jay Farner from Quicken Loans. Choosing the right mortgage lender involves much more than just a rate. Quicken Loans has earned 11 JD Power Awards for client satisfaction. And we invented Rocket Mortgage, a simpler, hassle-free way to get a mortgage completely online. No one else has anything like it. So choose Quicken Loans, America's number one online lender. Call Quicken Loans today at 800-QUICKEN or go to rocketmortgage.com. That's 800-QUICKEN. Equal housing lender, NMLS number 3030. Kate here with Food Dudes Delivery. Are you tired of the same old delivery options? Food Dudes Delivery can solve that problem for you. We deliver for restaurants that don't do delivery. Order through us at fooddudesdelivery.com. Place your order for lunch today, dinner tonight, or your office party tomorrow at fooddudesdelivery.com. You don't need more sports, but you want more sports. Rockstar Satellite can fix that with free next day installation on DirecTV. Call Rockstar Satellite, 515-262-STAR. Call today for next day installation, 515-262-STAR. 1700 KBGG is the big talker in Des Moines with Dave Ramsey talking about your money and your life. This is a show where we take more calls than any other talk show in North America. The reason is, is we talk about you right in front of you every day. So thanks for being here. The Dave Ramsey Show on the big talker. 1700 KBGG. Count it down. Let's hear a great debt-free stream. Right. Three, two, one. I'm debt-free! 